So friends, welcome back to the Deep Roots Podcast. For this episode, we're going to be wrapping up our series on community. We're going to be talking about how accountability is an essential part of any community. So we know that that word has a lot of emotion and potentially bad memories attached to it, but just take a listen while we try to reclaim this word for this generation. I think you'll find it rather refreshing. Okay. Authenticity to vulnerability to intimacy, getting in smaller and smaller concentric circles, essentially. You were talking about how trust is built. Um, I I think that that trust kind of starts to be built, like the beginnings of it, the shadows of it get built in the vulnerability piece. And they really start to become solidified in the trust. That's personal opinion. Um, But to what you were saying with how there's, especially like Facebook is a great example, there's so many flipping people. Like I was around for the launch of Facebook. I had a MySpace account. It's, I don't even know if it exists anymore. I just like totally forgot about it. For one, it's not smart to be vulnerable with everybody. Right. I think that's what the verse in the Bible means when it says, throw your pearls before swine. Mm. Like your pearls are not necessarily the pretty things. It's the things that you hold most dear. Right. That includes like the bad things, I think. That's good. Because it says that if you throw your pearls before swine, they will trample them, for one, and then turn and devour you. Mm. So that to me speaks that vulnerability with many is not smart, for one. Right. But then to take it to the next level, intimacy with a few because like if you talk like four guys have intimacy with like four men, it seems to spread yourself a little thin. Like I have one lady in my life that I am intimate with. Right. Only she gets that. Yep. So like I'd almost argue that the intimacy with a fewer is like down to like one to two, maybe three. My dad always said like you can count your friends on one hand. Yeah. That's that's kind of what that's kind of the imagery that I get. So, all right, so getting into the vulnerability and intimacy bit, you mentioned accountability earlier. I'd love to hear your standard definition, the functional definition of accountability, not as it is said by a church, but how it actually functions in a church. And, and, just, and to hear what you think the true definition should be. <laughs> That's a good question. So yeah, thinking about the functional definition that I that I've seen play out. Thinking about that, thinking about accountability first for what how the church has what and how I've seen it defined is first get yourself an accountability partner, somebody that you that that you could go to, right? You're struggling with something, and how I've seen it played out. And I've been pulled into accountability relationships or connections. I won't even call it a relationship because it's not. How I've seen accountability play out is I'm going to watch you and I'm going to make sure you don't sin. And if you do sin, I'm going to make sure you hear about it. And I'm going to shame the hell out of you until you don't, you stop sinning. That's, you know, that's what I've seen play out as accountability. 
and it, it, it does nothing. And when I've seen that, where I've been pulled in and, and the connections I've pulled in with people that are walking through stuff and struggling with, with things, the reason it didn't work is because there was no trust. There's no trust. There's no authenticity. So there's all there is is a group of people watching one individual to make sure that one individual doesn't sin. That's what I've seen play out. Now, is that the case everywhere? Maybe not. And I, I don't know every church. I don't know everything. This is my experience with it and what I've seen and conversations that I've had, what others have seen. So what accountability truly looks like and what I think it truly looks like and what I believe it should be and how it should play out begins with trust. Trust is the key point because if I don't trust you, there is no way I'm going to let you truly see me for who I am. And if I don't trust you, then there's, there's no way any real relationship can be formed. When you try to walk with somebody through what's going on in their life, if somebody's struggling with, I'll just, in looking at the example of, say someone's struggling with pornography, right? There's, you know, there, there's there's apps out there. There's all kinds of things out there that, that you, you and I have talked about that where there's, if I go to a site, you'll get a text that I went to that site. Yeah. Right? Okay. What does that truly do for a connection, right? All that uh, all that does is say, hey, uh, you know, this guy's screwing up. I want to make sure you know about it, and then you can do whatever you're going to do. You can talk to him, whatever. From a, from a real standpoint of what it truly should look like is, hey, this is, if there's a true trust and true intimate relationship established, then that's where you can say, hey, this is something I'm struggling with. Hey, I've been wrestling with, with pornography again or whatever it is, right? And then you're there from a standpoint to not beat them over the head, but to love them through it. Yes, correction is needed. That's not saying correction isn't needed, but because sometimes you, you need to speak some truths into that depending on what the situation is. But... It's being able to be there in love and where they know what you're going to offer them with whatever they're dealing with. They can trust that what you're you're saying and what you're offering is true, it's authentic, and it's not something that's going to immediately condemn them. Because there's no condemnation for those who are Christ Jesus. We all know that. We know it, but do we believe it? So if we believe it, then who are we to condemn someone? All we can do from a standpoint of true accountability requires us to be able to love them through it. We speak truths from a standpoint that's needed, but not to a point of work of, of condemnation. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it play out to a point of condemnation. Mm-hmm. And it completely shuts the individual down. So accountability is this telling of my story to another individual. And like you said, you can't do that without trust. Yeah. I can't. I guarantee you I am not telling anybody the stuff that is most vulnerable to me if I don't trust them. Mm. So I like to use the analogy of a RAID. In in the computer world, there's something called a RAID. Basically, where if one drive goes down and it loses all of its data, 
as long as you replace that drive with a good one, the other drives all start rebuilding that previously dead drive with the data that's written to all of those others. I love that picture of accountability because I tried to build a server at one point. So what we need to do taking that example is, hey, I come to you, Richard, as I live life with you, as I am vulnerable with you, as I am possibly intimate with you, and we share life together, and then suddenly I forget who I am. You have that data in your brain and written upon your soul. And when my life goes down the cracker and when I forget who I am, I can quite literally ask you, wait a minute, who am I? And if the relationship is a good one and trust, then you can rewrite back onto my soul those things that are most precious to me. Yeah. So nothing is ever truly lost. Accountability is this ability for a human being when they lose the story of themselves, when they lose their identity that Christ has given them, that they can come to the person who they have been vulnerable with. Mm -hmm. And that person can rebuild that person's self based off of that other person's knowledge. Mm -hmm. That's like good. That. I like that. That's good. I think that that's a really important factor in this whole idea of accountability and what that looks like. Because if I lose who I am, things have gone sideways or whatever's happening in my life. When true trust and accountability is established, that's when I can look to you or whoever it is. Because you are able to see me for who I am, not where I've found myself to be, which is in my false self, in my false identity. You know who the true self is. And you have an idea of who the man is that God meant when he meant me. Mm -hmm. And you're able to speak that back into me. And I think that's that's an important factor. That's when when real trust is, is established, that's when real accountability can be had. Because it's we, we are able to look deeper at what is true about each individual. An account of that individual's abilities and who they and who they truly are yeah yeah so that does it for this series on community we know that this does not even come close to answering all your questions and concerns that surrounds this issue but we hope that we've given you some ideas to take into your own life and try out god bless and we'll see you in the next one